Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 801. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at rabbiismach at take10fortorah.org. Please, if possible, leave a review on iTunes, particularly if you like it. If you don't like it, um, maybe don't leave a review. And please share with a friend. What I want to talk about today is the different parenting styles of the Avos. And so we know that the different Avos had different children. Yaakov uh, had many children, and all of his children were pretty much consistent in his uh, in his path. And so we have the famous Midrash that says, at the end of his life, we had uh, him gathered together with all of his children, and for whatever reason, he loses Ruach HaKodesh, he loses the divine spirit, the divine feeling in that moment. He thinks that it's because perhaps one of his children has gone off in some way, and so he asks, perhaps there's somebody here who doesn't have the right belief system, who doesn't believe as I do, and they say, no, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. Here, our father Yisrael said, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad, God is one, and he is the only thing. And so, that he achieved consistency amongst the education of his children, all of his children followed in his path. We know that Avraham and Yitzchak, they were a little bit different. Yitzchak had Yaakov and Esav, that their divergence and their split. But what I'd like to focus on is Avraham, because we know Avraham had two sons, first his son Yishmael, and then his son uh, Yitzchak. And so, of course, Yitzchak gets all of the press. Yitzchak seems to be the main son. To Abraham, they were both sons. And so the Medrash in the beginning of Shemos talks about that there was a bit of an undoing with Yishmael, and it may have been uh, Abraham's, um, I, I don't want to use the word fault, but it may have been due to some inaction on Abraham's part, why Yishmael ended up like Yishmael. And so the Medrash in Shemos Rabbah says, Chosich Shifto Sone Beno refers to the Pasuk in Mishle that a person who, who spares the rod hates his child. Very well known verse in Mishle Yud Gimel. So the Medrash is out to explain what does that mean. It means, If somebody is told that a person hit your kid, you're going to do whatever you can to bust this guy up. You know, the person who hit your kid, you're never going to tolerate that. So how could it be? That hitting your kid is something that uh, if you don't do, you hit your kid. That can't be. Nobody likes when their kid gets hit, even if they're the one doing it. So what does it mean? One who avoids disciplining their child, will in the end end up in in a difficult environment, bad and will resent the child. He will resent the child for the child's subsequent end in their behavior. It gives a couple of examples. It gives the example of Yishmael. We'll see it gives the example of Esav. It gives the example of Adoniyahu and of Shalom. It goes with a bunch of examples. It's a very long medrash, and it's an interesting discussion why this medrash begins the entire Sefer of Shamos, which has nothing to do with any of these people. The answer probably is, is because the entire beginning of the Sefer Shamos is the Egypt experience, which, in many ways, is one big national rebuke for something. And so it's explaining the notion of rebuke for children in the context of God being the one who rebukes his children with the entire story of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Okay, so the Medrash goes on to talk about Yishmael. Yishmael was very beloved by Abraham. And he didn't punish him. And he went off to the bad things. And in the end, Abraham 
didn't uh, he did, didn't like him and he expelled him from his house with nothing what Yishmael done wrong the Medrash continues when he was 15 uh, he brought a Tzalem an idol from the Shuk from the marketplace um, he was uh, trying to he played with this thing hit it as if it was a toy his his uh, mother, Sarah, Vatera Sarah Esben Hagar Mitzras, she saw through the ruse, he was really worshipping the thing, and so in order to keep Yitzchak away from the influence of Yishmael, so Sarah convinced Avraham to expel Yishmael, and God confirmed, God said whatever Sarah says, you should listen. Okay, so that we learned a couple of weeks ago in the parasha, that they were expelled. We know they were expelled, and uh, he gave them some bread and he gave them some water. So the Lamedcha Shayusoni Yishmael would seize that he despised Yishmael in that he let him go with nothing. He had so much to give, but instead he gave them just lechem and mayim, and that's about it. Okay, good. So you would think at the end of that story that that is the end of the story. That's really all we read in the Torah. We don't meet Yishmael again until the end of Parshas Chayasar, where Yishmael attends Avraham's funeral. And so you think that there's been this big break, and Yitzchak ends up being the favored parent, because Yitzchak, as we'll see, he involves himself with Esav, even though Esav is not uh, who Esav should be. But yet, Esav stays at home, and Avraham, perhaps, was the disciplinarian in throwing out Yishmael. So I want to share with you a medrash. It talks about what happened after the events described in the Torah, where Hagar and Yishmael find themselves in the desert, they have nothing to drink, and God says, don't worry, I'm not going to judge him by Hasher Husham, I'm gonna, I'm, I am going to judge him by Hasher Husham, I'm not going to judge him where his children will subsequently cause trouble for the Jews later on in history, but instead I'm going to judge him now and he doesn't deserve any sort of punishment, and so therefore I'm going to give him the water. And they find the Be'er and then they move on. They move on to do what? What do they do next? So the Medrash from Pirkei de Rabbi Lazar says as follows, an incredible story. Yishmael went and took a wife from uh, the daughters of Moab. Three years later, Halach Avraham Liros es Yishmael. Avraham went to see Yishmael Beno. Vinishbal Sarah, and he made an oath to Sarah, obviously because she required it. Shlo Yarad Mial Hagamal, that he won't get off the camel. I guess she was worried if he gets off the camel, he's going to bring him back. And that would be disastrous for Yitzchak. And so, okay, you want to visit, that's very nice. Go visit, but just visit. Don't get off the camel. And he gets there in half a day, perhaps to show the enthusiasm of how quickly he gets there. He finds Yishmael's wife, Amrila. He says to her, Where is Yishmael? Amrila, she responds, He and his mom, Hagar, went to get peros, fruits and dates, from the desert. Amrila, he says to him, Please give me some bread, because I am very tired. Okay, I'm very uh, weak, uh, it's been a long journey. Now, uh, as an aside, of course, this is like the most beautiful test that Avraham could ever manufacture. If you grew up in Avraham's house, what are you good at? I don't know, you know, you're not, I'm not sure what he taught, but we do know from Lot and we do know from others that Avraham taught Achnas Asarachim. And if somebody would come, whoever would come to the house, in that house, they would get bread, they would get water, they would get treated well. We saw this with Avraham, of course, again and again. We see this with Lot, and even Lot picked this up. This is the thing you'd pick up. And so, what does she respond? She says, Amr Sorry, got no bread, got no water. 
okay, whatever you say, no bread, no water, everybody's got bread and water. So then, uh, he responds, disappointed, when Yishmael comes home, because he couldn't stay, he couldn't get off his camel, he swore to, sorry, he's not going to get off his camel. And so, when Yishmael comes home, tell him the following. Say, there was a Zakin Echad, there was an old man who came from Canaan, he came to see you, and he said the message that this man left was that your house is in need of repair. Yishmael comes home, she gives him the message, he realizes, oh boy, it was probably my father Avraham, and what does he do? He, uh, he leaves this marriage. This, this woman is not somebody who he could be married to. Okay, wonderful, he figures it out. Three years later, um, Avraham returns. And now, at this point, Ishmael has a new wife. His wife is Fatima. Fatima. The ode, Acher Shaloshanim, and finally he comes back, and again, he makes an oath to Sarah that he's not going to get off the camel. We see, it could be six years later, whoever knows how many years later, and still he has these ga'aguim, he has this affection for Yishmael, he wants him back. So he gets there, and he says, where's Yishmael? And Amrlo, who v'imo hochelerosasagmalim. They went to get the gemalim. They went to get camels in the desert. He says, "Give me some bread and water." Same thing as last time. And she says, "Sure, no problem." And he goes and he says, "Nespalof neakadosh baruch hu yidavens before Hashem on his for his son v'nespali beisoshal yishmami kol tov mimen abrachos." And all the brachos in the world descend on Yishmael and his home. Yishmael comes home, again, Abraham is left because he couldn't get off the camel, and Yishmael comes home and he realizes all his success and his good fortune and everything until that point had come from his caring, beloved father, Abraham. Then in spite of the fact that the Torah mentions that they broke off, it seems that that wasn't so simple. Perhaps that explains what we found in the end of last week's parsha. It says, so When Abraham dies, Yitzchak and Yishmael come to bury him. Rashi says, Mikan, from the fact that Yishmael put Yitzchak first, Sha'asi Yishmael tshuva v'holech Yitzchak lefanav. Yishmael did tshuva, he repented, he changed, he got better. Why? Because of the love of his father. Even after he had him go, he never really left.